Can you talk into the mic? Sorry. <laughs> I didn't mean it like that. <laughs> I meant like just, <laughs> just to give Alex a, a check a level test. Yeah. yeah. Am I doing a radio That's voice? Perfect. That's perfect. Yeah, yeah, no, no, you're good. You're good. You're good. Oh, please do your podcast voice instead of radio voice. It's um, a different medium. Thank um, you. What I was thinking is we should uh, understand some questions. So stick with me. I have this idea. I'm thinking it's like radio, except it's digital and on the, uh, on the internet. Why Listen, you... I'm enunciating correctly. Uh, it's I'm people not in to their, peak. This is for all the people in their pods out here in space, I guess. That's what these are for. If you're uh, commuting on uh, public transit, I my hat's off to you. Hey guys, this is me, how it's doing. Steven, I'd like you to take a little journey with me, if that's okay. Where are we going, Nick? I just want to tell you a little quick story about a, uh, a woman named Brandy Chastain. Uh, and I'm not sure I like A soccer this is going. legend. Okay. Some say. Uh, she, she got the game winning goal. How do, you, how do you think she got that goal? Uh, grit and determination? Yes. And on top of that, how do you think she got that goal? Uh, she skills. rolled her ball. This oh, is rollerball. Wow. You Thank got you for me. following me there. Uh, this is the number one U.S. Women's World Cup podcast, Real Rotten, where we watch movies underneath 25% on Rotten Tomatoes. Those seem unrelated, but they will be related. We're going to try to wrap it all up here, folks. Uh, make, make a big uh, full circle here. Thanks that was our me. producer, Kyle, chiming in. He, he speaks like a robot now. Say hi, Kyle. Hey there. Welcome to the Rollerball episode where no one knows the rules and the points don't matter. It's our 55th episode, the second of the third season. I'm Roller Bill. And I'm Roller Nick. Just kidding. I'm Steven. I'm Nick, still. Yeah. And uh, we are joined by our good friend, Mike Chenard. Hello, Mike. Hey, another returning guest. Yes, he is officially a recurring guest. Hey. Uh, Mike, what's up? Um, I never thought I'd have to... Watch Rollerball twice. I mean, no one did, but but this is this is the dedication that we put towards this podcast. Well, the good thing about Rollerball is it's even better. The, the f- only the first time, the first time that only the first time that you see it. The second time you're with James Con. Yeah, James Con. Sure, sure. We'll 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 get into that because I believe you're the only one that watched the the original. But we watched the 2002 version. Yeah, uh, much to everyone's uh, disappointment. It was so good. Yeah, I know, right? And then I can't see anymore, though. That's the problem. I'm blind. I am officially blind. Did you just listen to Rollerball? I listened to Rollerball, and now I love P.O.D. again. Husha. Yes. I'm so happy that Pod is back. They put the uh, Pod back in podcast. Boom. Here comes the podcast. Now we're all back. Wow. Way to bring that full circle there, there, Nick Lyons. Before we get into Rollerball, uh, the 2002 version, I got some movie news. We got some relevant movie news. Relevant movie news. Yeah. Reshoots. Reshoots, reshoots, reshoots. Reshoots galore. Uh, what do what do pandas like when uh, their bamboo's gone? When it reshoots back up into their mouths. Wow, yeah. I mean, it just grows overnight. Yeah, that too. Uh, three different films coming out in this year and the next year all had to do reshoots recently. That's incredible news, by the way. Yes. Uh, New Mutants, the horror X-Men movie. Supposedly coming out. Supposedly. It was supposed to come out, what, two years ago? Yeah. It's been in uh, production hell for, for four years, not knowing what to do Starring with Starring Macy Williams. 
Maisie Williams. You got of, Alice Braga uh, of England fame. Yeah, yeah, of, of uh, you know that very well known English person for some reason. That famous show, uh, 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 Mash. She was in Mash. Yeah, yeah, Monster Mash. The new updated. She did the Mash. She did the Monster Mash. That was her in that thing. Uh, Charlie Heaton also in it. Okay, he's he's the stranger in uh, the Stranger Things show. That's that's cool, man. What other movies are doing reshoots? Other movies doing reshoots. We have The Rock and Emily Blunt back in the jungle for the movie Jungle Cruise. So excited. Were they in the jungle first? They Pop? they went to the jungle, then they left the jungle, and then they're like, you know what? We accidentally shot only fifty percent in the jungle. This is called Jungle Cruise. We probably need to go back and shoot the rest. Pro- of this movie. Yeah, they probably should have shot the whole movie in the jungle. One would think. Yeah, that that would have been a good idea. Uh, I actually really like the jungle. Probably already there. Aren't they also doing the Rock in the Jungle for Jumanji? No, again? that's in the desert. Oh, come on. Yeah, there's a lot of camel action in the next yeah, Jumanji. They, it might be like an Egyptian Jumanji. Yeah, though. the last one was Jumanji, Welcome to the Jungle. This one's Jumanji. Sorry, you're in the desert. Welcome to the opposite of the jungle. You want to die of thirst? <laughs> <laughs> Roll the dice. What's the third movie we got? And uh, the third one is a movie that uh, is relevant because we're going to guess that tomato. X-Men Dark Phoenix. Oh, why? What's what's up with Dark Phoenix? Uh, it had to do a reshoot of the entire ending because what? it was too similar to Captain Marvel. <laughs> <laughs> really? Isn't it no, coming out in like that. a week? It comes out next week, so <laughs> sure that went well. <laughs> Are they just going to describe the new ending to us yes. in the theater? <laughs> yeah, it's going <laughs> to They actually show the same ending, but then they flash back and it's uh, just Dark Phoenix being like, wow, what a bad dream. That She's like, king of the north. <laughs> Tomato meter. Godzilla King of Monsters is coming out this weekend. And we we had some guesses. We we definitely uh, nailed it. Yeah, yeah, at least one of us did. Definitely not. One of us got closest <laughs> to the to the actual uh, retail price. Kyle, uh, can you inform us? Yeah, I can. Well, Nick, you went with a 70. Steven, Respectable. you went Yeah. Steven, you went with a 68. Yeah. Border Alex and I took an average of ours, and we got a seventy-four. Yeah, yeah, bet, betting high, betting high on this. And uh, so franchise. far, the results with eighty-three reviews in. Eighty-three. Wow, it's an eighty-three. Oh. No, 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 no. With eighty-three reviews in. <laughs> wow, My God, jumped the gun. Doing well. Starting uh, well. Eighty-three. Forty-five percent. Oh, forty-five. Uh, forty-five. Ticket to that movie tomorrow. <laughs> Staring <laughs> down the barrel of that forty-five is Godzilla: King of the Monsters. Another hopefully it just metal yeah, hopefully no. just throw, hopefully just good. throws up in the gun again. It just opens up the with gun his, with his atomic breath. <laughs> All right, so so the closest to that would would be me. So I'm winning again. I'm on I'm on a hot streak. Steven's on a hot streak. Hell yeah! You Make my it. bets for me. So we're doing Dark Phoenix. Um, I, I guess since I'm the winner twice, uh, I'll give the adva- I'll give the disadvantage and go first. What apocalypse? What did apocalypse get, uh, Kyle? X-Men Apocalypse, 47%. 47. Wow, um, good movie. You know, I'm going to go with uh I'm going to go with Kyle, uh, one of Kyle's favorite number, uh plus 6. Uh so it would be 49 plus 6, 55% is my guess for Dark Phoenix. I don't remember What that a weird role. way to get that. <laughs> yeah. I was originally going to guess 49, but then I was like, "Ah, eh, that's 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 too negative." I'm going with Kyle's other favorite number, which is 41. Because that's how old he wants to be when he grows up. I, no, and uh, <laughs> just that. And age. then I'm going to add after that. He's then done. I'm going to add ten to that, and uh, and and settle at just a little smidge lower than that at a fifty. 50. I'm going to go. I'm going to wow. go with fifty. Okay, okay, I appreciate that. Um, um, Shenard, you gotta you gotta guess for us, sir. Yes. 
75. Wow. Seven. wow. This guy wow. is positive. Sophie Turner is going to crush this. Bet, May, bet and high. Bet and high. The first two, I'm pretty sure, were ranked pretty good. Yeah. And I, Days of Future Past was good. First class and Days of Future Past yeah. were both good. Third one, terrible. Yeah. Uh, maybe they listened to someone? Maybe. Maybe this, not. This maybe not. They did cast Jessica Chastain, who is very good at acting. Yeah. I guess so. Uh, uh, Kyle, Kyle, and uh, Kajax are our, our technical crew. Which, 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 what you guessing? Yeah, Alex and I discussed this earlier. Okay, weird. Not really. Yeah. Uh, Alex, we're gonna go with a forty-five. Oh, we're not gonna talk about this. At all? <laughs> no, we're not gonna talk about this at all. We're forty-five. Well, take a, what's, what would be your guess? Forty-five. Kyle's favorite year. So the average of 38 like and 45 40, 43. is 43. We'll just say 43. I love that you guys are chained together yeah, and there's no breaking up. Nope. <laughs> it's no, something can't. that really, no. uh, the fact shack and the fact corner. It, it's uh, it's uh, Kjax's Venom to Kyle's Eddie Brock. That's that's the relationship I'm going for. It's a symbiotic relationship. And they're both yeah. in an aquarium. Yeah, because he's, uh, he's a creature from another planet. We, <laughs> no one can explain and we and we forgot to uh, get to know Mike a little more. You you might have got to know him on the last episode that he was on. I hope they when did. we did Polar, our first streaming, we did Polar, uh, first round. streaming review. But this this time we have a new game. Uh, we're going to play two questions of it to so we can move along. This game's called Pass the Mic, and uh, I'm going to pass you a mic, and you're going to either keep passing the mic or you're going to keep the mic. And it's a person named Mike. So Is someone going to physically so, move me? No. So it's no. going to be an actor named Mike. <laughs> Okay. And I'm going to pass him to you, and you choose whether to keep him or not. Okay? Are you ready? Sure. <laughs> Steven. <laughs> Ma- uh, Michael K. Williams. I will pass. Oh, he wow. scares me. Wow. Wow. <laughs> and straight out of fear. And your last mic, Mike Myers. Keep or pass the mic? Oh, damn it. Yeah, so you get to keep one and pass one. So no, well, now, now what's your guess? Yeah, you're going mm-hmm. to keep... The mic? Mm-hmm. Are you really gonna keep uh, I'm, I'm passing. What happens? He's now, gonna pass guys? the mic. Oh, so you're just gonna die poor. We we get it. We nope. get it. Not investing pa- in pa- any of the I mics. I think he passed the mics to you. Now now you're on the mic. Steven's on the mic. <laughs> okay. No, we're not we're doing that. We're past the improv. Okay. <laughs> yes, and but whatever. We're here to talk about the original 1975 version of Rollerball starring James Caan. Yay. Just kidding, all you old fucks. We're doing Aww. the fun, better version. 2002 Rollerball. Hey, that's ageist. You're right, Kyle. Roll them. Roll that beautiful uh, ball footage. It's time to play rollerball. It's the world's number one phenomenon. I created a sport that you could thrive in, and three players rule the game. I told you, it's the promised land. On three, one, two, three. Jonathan Cross, leading scorer. You gotta catch me first. Offense! Go, go! Aurora, the Black Widow. Just get out of my way. Marvelous Ridley, hardcore. We play, we win. Come on! He's the angriest man in the game. Now we will all get big bonuses thanks to Jonathan and to Ridley. Jonathan, they knew. What are you talking about? Here, look. One camera follows the action, and four cameras follow Toba 15 seconds before it happened. Nothing goes on in this place without you knowing it. Oof. Now, it was only a matter of time before one of these creeps realized that their tape would go up as soon as they got a little blood on the track. The world's most dangerous game. Have you thought about the girl? People disappear all the time. Will become deadly. 
and the only chance they have... What's it gonna be, us or them? ...is to fight back. Get out of the car! They're going to kill you! Grab hold! We deal with this on the track ourselves. This may be getting out of hand. Maybe we should cool the whole thing off. No. Rollerball. Let's play the game. Some call it rollerball. I call it hardcore brink. Yeah. The Disney definite, definite inspiration from the Team Puppin' Suds over there. That uh, trailer, extremely misleading, and also uh, very not misleading at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> it was exactly what the movie was not <laughs> pretending to be the whole time. Extremely long. Uh, you're going to have to witness it. You can't, just, uh, you can't just hear it. You have to see it to believe it. I had many issues with not only the trailer, but the entire movie, but we'll get into that eventually. But we need, we need the facts. Yes. Let's, let's get to the facts. Uh, what, 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 uh... The tomato rating on this movie was 3%. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. What's our audience score? But the audience much higher, eleven yeah. percent higher at fourteen oh, percent. Wow. Yeah, I like that. Those ten, those ten percent uh, really help. Fourteen out of a hundred people that bothered to go online and rate this movie. Mm-hmm. You know they're verified ticket it. holders. You know that that's another uh, hot news take we need to announce. Netflix now or, or not Netflix? Rotten Tomatoes now uh, can only trust verified uh, ticket purchasers as, so you have the as ticket a verified rating. Ticket. I don't know. I see the thing come up, and then I just like, okay, I got it. Moving on. <laughs> well, it's like an agreement between Fandango. So if you buy through Fandango, you automatically get uh, entered through your persona because Fandango owns Rotten Tomatoes. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Fun fact uh, for you corporate shills out there so who happy. don't understand that uh, your verified uh, reviews no longer matter. I'm okay with fucking the trolls. Fuck the trolls. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we'll see. Uh, what's the What's the critical consensus uh, of uh, of our good old? Rollerball 2002. Removing the social critique of the original, this updated version of Rollerball is violent, confusing, and choppy. Klein makes for a bland hero. Man, that sucks when when the main actor just gets called out for his I terrible I love that they just decided, like, you know what? We're, we love this beginning of this review, but we need one more sentence. Mm. We should take a shot at Chris Klein because he's so fucking bad in it, this movie. It, all, the, all, the, all the critics called out Chris Klein for being terrible. So, so it just goes to show you that he belonged in the in the critical consensus. Well, if you stay tuned for the later in the episode, I have a hot take about Chris Klein. All right, all right, fair enough. Um, just teasing you. What's what's your blurb there, uh, Nikki Nikki boy? I have uh, Paul Malcolm of LA Weekly said pushes the Hollywood action movie to stratospheric new levels of incoherence. Agreed. I'd, I'd uh, have to strongly agree with that statement from uh, Mr. Malcolm. I I did as well. What did what did you what what who 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 do you have? My guy, uh, Peter Ratchoff from the Guardian. Uh, oh, Pete Bradshaw, he's back. Yeah, he's back, baby. Mr. Asbestos himself. Yep, 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 yep. Um, one word, avoid. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And time for our favorite segment, Aj Ebert with Ebert. I, I, have a, I have a bit from it. Uh, do you have the highlight that he said in, uh, in uh, The Real Rotten there, Blurb? There's quite a few... Uh, I I just linked to the entire review because it is fantastic. It really it really is good. If uh, you if you want to spend four minutes reading something, I would suggest reading the Rollerball review by my, Roger Ebert. My favorite sentence he said was, uh, "My guess is that something went dreadfully wrong early in the production. Maybe dysentery or massive gnosis." 
that was uh, that was pretty good. <laughs> I like that he questioned the uh, the scheduling. Yeah. Of rollerball. He was just like, do they only play three games? Yeah. What yeah. are really the rules? He's yeah. like, all of a sudden they're in the championship. But at first it seemed like they were just playing a regular season game. How big is this phenomenon? And then he just keeps going on and questioning the rules and everything of rollerball. And it's like, Roger has never cared so much about a fake sport in his entire life. And I'm into it. It's that confusing. Am I right, Mike? It's true. Yeah. Um, I got one tidbit from the, the original Yes, we have our resident uh, uh, yeah, original film expert. We're not an olds, so uh, also uh, free to also fill us known in. as an old salt, according to Nick. <laughs> yeah. I will say it is half just an, an actual sports movie, more so than this movie was, where someone gives like a motivational speech. Mm. The bare minimum requirement of a sports movie, and old tiny rollerball fulfilled it. However, as far as the sport goes, they explained a lot more rules and still only showed three games rollerball. Wow, what a coincidence. Two-hour movie, not 90-minute movie. Wow. A much more socially aware one. Yeah, it's either very quiet where they're at a luxury hotel talking quietly. Or in this movie. (laughs) Classic 70s. Yeah. They're doing sports car stuff. Yeah. Or they're playing three games rollerball. Wow. That's it. Wow, what a coincidence. I did like the... I watched a couple clips of the old rollerball. I did like that it was just a circle. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. nothing too complicated. It's not Still the figure eight. Still a motorcycle in it. You have to do a figure eight twice before you can score. That's just amazing. Is that one of the rules? Yeah, that is one. That is a rule. Okay. And you have to go at least once through the overhang <laughs> yeah. above the team. The, the shoot or something. What do they call it? Yeah, the poop shoot or whatever. That's whatever probably it. Yeah. You got to ride the lightning one time. Yeah. And then after you ride the lightning, you got to get a little bit of thunder in there. You got to make sure the ball gets passed to one other person. Lightning, then the thunder. The, uh, the K-Jax prepared me. Mm. And uh, I figured one of the two humans adjacent to me would find that guardian Fantastic review. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. It was Pete, chosen. Pete, Pete is quickly becoming one of the favorite top critics on Rotten Tomatoes. He's just a snarky old Brit, and I love it. Um, so, yeah, let's. Uh, should we get more into this movie? Yeah, let's get into it. If we have first, to. But first, a commercial break. Commercial! This episode has been brought to you by Silence. And we're back. And we're back. Now it's time for everybody's favorite segment that changes. Every episode we do, the two-minute recap. I, I don't think that this is possible. Uh, I believe Shenard ha- has at least one and a half minutes because he, he's well-versed. He's well-versed in this film because he knows the original. But uh, <laughs> I have seen the ending twice. I've seen this movie three times in the last uh, two weeks, Horrendous. and I can't tell you anything for the first 30 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so should we just take two minutes and just all of us try to fill yeah, in let's, each other's let's just sentences? All, let's kind of talk over each other, but like right. fill in at the same time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I okay. like this idea. I like this idea. It yeah. makes for good radio. Of course, of course. So, Kyle, if yeah, you you're could, wrong. You're wrong. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, Kyle, if you could please uh, start the timer. And go. We start in the hills of San Francisco. We go down the hills of San Francisco. Next scene. Luge. I did a lot of luging in, in middle school. Oh, okay, yeah. And then after the luge, uh, it's Chris Klein who's the loser, and he get, he's not the loser though. He gets picked up. He's by, an NHL uh, star though. Former, I like that. NHL prospect, prospect, prospect. Gets, prospect. Pi- gets picked up by Ella Cool J. Says, "Hey, man, you want to join this this sport?" And, and then Chris they go Klein to Kazakhstan. Like, I don't want to die, but I'll get, I need the money, so I'll go try to die in what Kazakhstan. Co- what country do they go to? It's Kazakhstan. It's Kazakhstan. Um, so he plays this game called rollerball. There's a lot of complex rules. Uh, 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 Mike, you want to help me out here? Uh, well, it's it's not 
not just Chris Klein. It's Jonathan. Yeah, Jonathan. Uh, Jonathan Cross. Yeah, he already has a chant in whatever period of time. Jonathan. And he's quite good. He has a Escape from New York no, pizza shirt. Yeah, he became a, the top rollerballer in like two weeks or like three weeks. Yeah, I think. That's true. Three Him months. Three and months. His good bro Ridley. Yep. And Rebecca Romaine. And then there's a questionable injury by his teammate, and they realized that his uh, helmet was cut, so it came off, and then he got a brutal head, head injury. Yeah, he, 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 they cut his chin strap so he couldn't wear it, but yeah, then they never wear their chin straps for the rest of the movie. Yeah, yeah. That's true. Yeah, Spine that's protectors true. are big. <laughs> yes. Yeah, absolutely. So <laughs> QB after, jackets. Lots of QB jackets. Then they realize that uh, the owner of the, uh, the rollerball uh, wants to make the game more violent to increase ratings, and that's not cool with Chris Klein or LL Cool J, especially when they almost die in one accident. Yeah, and, and, then, and then they're like, hey, we'll give you guys money to leave, but also you can't leave, but also you have to stay and play rollerball. Yeah. So with the help of the people of most of Central Asia, Azerbaijan, who are all miners of something. <laughs> yes. Lots of mining they going will on. work towards upending the system. Yeah, and in uh, one ending brutal game of maybe still rollerball. And there's the no rules rollerball. Right. Yep. Where they try to kill John, Jonathan. Jonathan. Jonathan rises from the ashes and uh, beats John Reno to death. But this lead, <laughs> Saeed's there, who's Saeed. also a bad guy. And he, <laughs> and he blasts him away with a shotgun, and then he goes home and has sex with Rebecca Romaine. That's in it. a bed for the in, first time. In, in a, a bed. bed, yep. Instead of a shower. A sewer. No, it was a sewer. <laughs> sewer. Sour shoot. Shower sewer. We're and a little bit over it. time. That was it. That was it. Yeah, that's all we could do here, folks. We're, uh, we're, not, we're not professionals. I'm pretty we're sure just, that was exactly right. This podcast has been brought to you by Truly, Truly Spiked Seltzer. That's right. We're going with a new sponsor uh, because White Claw has yet to, get, yet to get us back. We live truly. Hashtag live truly. All right. Let's get a little more factual here uh, with, uh, with Kyle's fat, K-Cat's Fat Corner brought to you by uh, Johnny Cat. Oh, hey. Oh, hey, Kyle. Oh, oh, hey. Didn't see that. Jesus Christ. Uh, rollerball. Released. Uh, yeah, we've explained yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> okay, go okay. on. That's yeah. the title of the movie uh, that we're reviewing. Yeah. Last 45 minutes. Yep. yep. Released yep. February 8th, 2002. Yeah, uh, which is which is sad because it was supposed to release in the summer, but due to excessive reshoots, it had to be pushed back. It's actually my sister's birthday. Near Valentine's Day. Well, oh, wow. it's eight, it's seven days after my sister's oh, birthday, but okay, so it's February pretty 1st. close. Yeah, it's close enough. <laughs> you should have took it for, for her birthday. It's actually on my dad's birthday. It's like 20 days before my dad's birthday, oh, wow. but still very close. I think, I think you just need to stop talking. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> uh, rated R. Rated R. I was surprised by that. I was surprised yeah. by that. It but was, but was it? It, it, it was it 2002 rated R. I think that it was rated PG 13. I can only recall so fuck t- being uttered once at the end. I think when no, it, no I think when it came out, it was PG 13, and then when they re-released it, it was rated R. Because mm. everything that I read about this movie said that Probably. they cut it down to be a PG-13 movie. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. So there's a lot. There's just a couple extra added scenes during That's the how little IMDb gives a fuck about this movie. Yeah, They're just yeah. like, just give it a rating. We yeah. don't really care. <laughs> just my eyes. My eyes. My eyes. <laughs> uh, Runtime of uh, 98 minutes. Nice. Not too bad. Eight minutes over than, than what we like. For a movie like this, that's pretty solid. Uh, it's pretty torturous, but we'll allow it. <laughs> uh, keywords. Woman. <laughs> nice. Uh, 21th century. 21th century. <laughs> Boom. That's what they call it, then. Yeah. Yeah. Apparently. Yeah. No 21st. Come on. The, 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 lang- the dictionary got burned in the new order. Yeah. It's like some, some person I can't write an outline wrote that. No, no, no. It's right. It says that on IMDb. On it says, IMDb. IMDb. It says okay, 21th century. <laughs> no, it does. No, it does. I thought I was just wasting. I'll just mispronounce it. <laughs> just straight up mispronouncing. 
20, uh, 21th century. <laughs> love it. Love it. Xenon was a girl of the 21th century. <laughs> Did you guys know that? Zenith Lapidus. Shout out to all my Xenons out there. Xenon heads. A lot of Disney movie references here tonight, folks. We're, we're, gonna, we're not going to mention Smart House. Eddie's, Oops, Eddie, too late. We just did. Uh, Eddie's Million Dollar Cook-Off. Katie Seagal. Luck of the Irish. <laughs> Katie Seagal. Under wraps. Under wraps, too. Under wraps. Okay. Uh, extreme sports. Extreme sports. Speaking of extreme sports. <laughs> like my, Under wraps. <laughs> under wraps. <laughs> Promoter. Halloween Town. Yeah. There's, some, there's, some, there's that awesome Halloween party in Hocus Pocus. <laughs> And ball. 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 Yeah. ball. You have to mention that. Okay, everybody, choose your favorite keyword. I'm going to go with uh, ball. Uh, 21th century. To, <laughs> come on. How could you not you're appreciate right. that? You're what, right. was the, what was the first one again? Woman. 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 Yeah, I yeah. think just to have five words listed to describe a movie, I mean, ball. I mean, Mike, this is the 21th century. If yeah. you don't say woman as your keyword, then, yeah. then, you're, yeah. not with, you're, then you're not hashtag wake. Kyle, uh, what taglines you got Taglines. Uh Get in the game. High nice. school musical tagline. Ooh. Keeping the theme going. Ooh. Wow. Uh, and go ballistic. No, it's go what? ballistic. Oh, ballistic. Go ballistic. <laughs> wow, really? I didn't know. That was about to be outrageous. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that how you spell ballistic with a double L? Yeah. Yeah, but you have to pronounce it like ball, right? Otherwise, what is, it doesn't what make if any sense. The marketing team didn't really get their own joke. And just, if you're yeah. from Detroit, yeah. if, you're, if they just wanted to be go ballistic, yeah. If you're from the northern uh, northern Midwest states, that's how you pronounce ballistic. Ballistic. You go with the ballistics there, and uh, this person uh, got his got his head blown off. Lake folk. Lake folk. Now it's time for superior folk. Tag your it. Uh, do you have a some some taglines for this, Stephen? I'll give you one. Uh, Michael, think of some some taglines, just so you know. <laughs> you got five seconds. Yeah. This is rollerball. <laughs> That's a good one. I would probably see that. I have a. This isn't your grandpa's rollerball. Wow. Which is like making reference to old people nice. watching the original rollerball. So they're like, we should take our grandkids because everybody go see knows this about this James Con nineteen seventies B movie about about socioeconomic statuses. Um, mine. My second choice. Is the revolution will be televised and in line. I really like that uh, the addition right there. Shenard, you got something for us. Oh, not at all. Okay, we're moving on. Okay, well, no, I had uh, rollerballs to the walls. Oh, you should have borrowed that one. <laughs> yep. Yeah, yeah. It's... And no rules, just rolls. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Nice. All of which are as good, if not worse, than go ballistic. Go ballistic. <laughs> Unless they go meant to ballistic. go ballistic. <laughs> go ballistic, man. Okay, Kyle, what else? Uh, budget. I can't believe they got this amount of money, but they got $70 million Hell, to make this movie. Yeah, they did. Wow. This was going to be such a huge movie, and it wasn't. I blame... Didn't Some they said have, it was going to be the next you Avatar. To, you said they had to reshoot this? That they had to Yeah, they did it? multiple reshoots. Yes, uh, multiple after, reshoots. After, after, uh, after like two test screenings. They did one, and everybody <laughs> hated it, so they reshot some stuff. Then they sent it to another test screening, and everybody hated it, so they did more reshoots. Jesus and then Christ. the studio's like, just release it. <laughs> did they ever consider undoing the movie at that point? No, because they've already spent X amount of millions of dollars. I still think they're like, we working. got Chris Klein. <laughs> we we're we're we good. All we're Chris Klein. They got Chris Klein, so they declined do, uh, uh, pulling the plug of the movie. They're like, we've got Pink, Slipknot, and Chris Klein in this movie. What could go wrong? Got John McTiernan. Hello, okay. Cool J is at uh, the height of his. We powers. ruined John McTiernan's <laughs> career. We have we to put out this movie. Predator. Yes, we are. We are going to talk about a lot of John McTiernan in this John movie. McTiernan in this film. <laughs> so yeah, the U.S. made nineteen million dollars and worldwide twenty six. <laughs> Ouch. 
took a bath. They should took feel bad. bad about that. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that was the end of whatever movie studios we saw at the beginning of this film because I've never heard of them uh, to this day. And now we will throw to our, our cousins who, Nikki and Stevie, uh, saved your movie some money. Uh, they had an opinion about Rollerball, of course. So, uh, yeah, let's just, just fucking play it. Hey, thanks, uh, thanks, yo, yo, yo. thanks, uh, Nick. I don't appreciate, uh, I don't appreciate how you how you saying these words, but but I'm gonna I'm gonna take them as disrespect later. Just just don't open your mail for the next seven days. Thanks, everybody. This is Nick and Stevie saves your money on your movies. Uh, this is uh, Steven here, and we got my my good my good brother there, Nicky. Hey, yo, it's Nicky. I'm back again. Hey, yo, but what what I've been doing that thing now. You like that? I like the uh, the air horns. I'm gonna tell you. Once and uh, once and only, uh, stay off the bath salts. Okay, and then we got a resident. Uh, we found this mook off the street. Oh, uh, fucking mook! Hanging is. around Williamsburg in front of my favorite <laughs> preach, preacher joint. He's got gauges in his ears. Uh, I don't even know what the fuck that means. He's a good friend, Mikey. Hey, Mikey, what, what's good for you? Hi, guys. <laughs> oh my god! You see how he talks? He's such a <laughs> such a mook. Okay, so this is how we're gonna save this uh, money on this year movie, Rollerball. Uh, you, you, you take the ball, uh, and you make it CGI. Hey, just make everybody CGI. Chris Klein has, uh, has shop features that you can, that you can, uh, cut into Photoshop. And then, uh, and then it's basically pixelated versions like, uh, like Max Headroom. Oh, I think you're right. I think you're right. I think that would save some movies some money. The other way to save some movies some money, I would think that you should, uh, probably make the ball an armadillo. Oh, an armadillo. Make the ball an armadillo. That way you can control it. You just get an armadillo expert to come in, and then he's like, hey, armadillo, run this way, run that way. And there you go. You're yeah. like, you don't have the, the ball. It causes so much drama. Like, L- let's let an armadillo do that. This may be a hot take, but I totally agree with you solely based on the fact because if the armadillo dies ethically, if you ethically euthanize it, if you catch my drift, you got a nice, uh, you got a nice dinner there. For, for the for the craft services because that armadillo is actually pretty good when you slow roast it for about eight to ten hours. So Mikey, That's how, my Southern Mikey, Jersey people. Yeah, well, Mikey, how would you say the movie some money? Uh, maybe we uh don't turn on the lights the entire movie. Don't turn on the lights. No lights on. Increases the violence. The increases the bill. the yeah. electric bills out yeah. of control in yeah. this fucking movie. How much can Kazakhstan spare for this movie? I don't think much. I don't think much. Okay, this is it. Back to you, Nick and Steven. Great. Appreciate another, it. S- another solid taping, guys. <laughs> where where is the state hospital? Yes. For the love of God, they I feel sorry it. for that Mike guy in Williamsburg. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. Pro- I'm sure he was held at gunpoint. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> sounded like yeah. Sounded, sounded like nothing good was going to happen. And let's get tri- let's get trivial. Yeah, let's do that. What's a uh, favorite fun facts in the movie? You got a lot, so so you, yeah, you take I'll, the lead. I'll start out. This movie was set in 2005. That's my favorite fun fact. (laughs) Three years in the future. That's what they decided. They were like, you know what? 2002, not believable. But if we put this movie three years farther in the future, there we go. (laughs) That's that's the one. Almost as believable as... But you can't leave the 21st century. (laughs) 21st century. It's just like uh, Avengers. Doesn't doesn't make any sense. Just go five years in the future. And my uh, second one was that uh, the first draft of the script was actually really good. Mm -hmm. And like filled in all the holes of the first movie. And then John McTiernan was like, that shit sucks. We want more rollerball in this movie. But there wasn't any additional rollerball. (laughs) He's like, I demand more rollerball. And then he did the same exact amount of rollerball (laughs) as the first movie. He might have added the luge scene to say, like, oh, well, I can't do the rollerball sequences anymore, but I can send Chris Klein down a hill. 
Uh, Mike, you have you have a fun fact. I do. Give us. How did you know that? Give us it. Um. So I have one unconfirmed fun fact and one uh, legitimate one. Apparently, sure. sure. Uh, we'll go with the legitimate one. We dabble one. in rumors around. Oh, here. fantastic! Uh, apparently, both Keanu and Nicolas Cage were approached for the lead. Fantastic. I think. Okay, which who? You, yeah, who, who do you want? Who, who's better? Who's better? At that time? No, who make yeah, who makes a better movie <laughs> in 2002? Who makes a better movie? Uh, I would say Nicolas Cage because uh, during that time, Keanu yeah. was coming. Well, Keanu was coming no, just Keanu. off the, the Matrix. Yeah. Keanu's it's right after Hardball. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Could you it's the perfect transition? Yeah, Hardball the Rollerball. Extreme Sports. It's it's, it's the it's, double ball. It's a natural repl- he did replacements and then he did Hardball and then he did Rollerball. Keanu just oh. just would have a ball in the early 2000s. Yeah. My god. Nicholas Cage would be phenomenal though as just an insane person. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's true. Yeah, him in the bloody scene at the end where Chris Klein's just staring at the dude. Yeah, I take back uh, WC Nicholas Cage, Cage as uh, Jean Reno. Mm. Oh my god, Maybe I would love that. Nicholas Cage. Yes, current Nicholas Cage, and then past Nicholas Cage, right. and then yeah, yeah. DCGI his face to make him young again. Like a no. Jeff Bridges Tron no. two of them. I yeah. make Nicholas Cage dress as he usually does in public now, which is like a cowboy hat and like a Bruce Lee T-shirt. <laughs> And you know how Chris Klein doesn't act in the whole movie? Nicolas Cage would do like 500 times that. So you would have just so it'd be completely believable. bananas. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I get it. I get it. Uh, Steven, do you... Oh, wait. What, you, was your, what was your... Oh, I do un- have... Your unconfirmed. Uh, or was that your unconfirmed? fact that I no longer believe that okay. I found on the internet. And then I watched a clip four times to try and debunk this. Apparently, the uh, a record, a rollerball vinyl record was thrown in the vinyl throwing scene in Shaun of the Dead. Oh. I then watched it several times and can't <laughs> find it. And it was they not. at least don't say it out loud. Yeah. So it might that be sounds like a, commentary a weird thing. fact but that they threw it and didn't show we it. We got to talk to Edgar Wright about that. I Edgar think Wright, I've listened please. to that commentary before, and I'm not sure if I remember that. Edgar Wright, please tweet us. Uh, send us Gmail. Uh, at uh, come on the podcast. Yeah, come on, come on and talk we about We won't do any of your movies because they're all good. Yeah, we'll talk about your favorite bad movies because I know you got them. I know you got him. Uh, Steven, do you have a fun fact? Hey, fun fact on this. Uh, my uh, my dad worked on this movie, uh, uh, transporting cars, and you could see my childhood uh, van in one of the in the luge sequence in San Francisco. It's pretty sweet. At, Are you uh, serious? At three minutes and fourteen <laughs> seconds, when uh, when uh, Chris Klein almost gets uh, run over by a big rig. That's true. And you I see thought, my grandparents. I thought, you, I thought you stole that from the IMDb that nope. somebody just wrote in there. It's like my <laughs> daddy worked on this movie. Nope. It literally says I wrote this. My 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 daddy worked on this movie. You can see my childhood van in the street loose scene at three minutes and fourteen seconds. I have a question for Steven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, how has your life changed since being known as the kid who had his family car in rollerball? I mean, you know me, dog. Like I, I'm Do just, we though? I'm just spit. I'm just, I'm just spending uh, Benjamin's all day. It's on on a yacht uh, out in uh, out in Berkeley Bay. What of it? Yeah, that 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 is that's probably the funnest fact we've had on this podcast. Pretty neat. Yeah. Wait until we do triple X, <laughs> which we won't do because it's yeah. above twenty five percent. But still, uh, my favorite. Fact though is uh, in 2013, director John McTiernan was sent to federal prison for making a false statement to an FBI investigator in February 2006 about his hiring of the private investigator Anthony Pelicano to illegally wiretap Charles Roven, the producer of this film, around August 2000. McTiernan, who was released in 2014, had been in a disagreement with Roven about what type of film Rollerball should be and had hired Pelicano 
to investigate Rovin's intentions and actions. What a stupid way to go to prison. <laughs> what? What a crazy yeah, way to go to prison. That fucking happened. Yeah, that's reality. Just about because he ball. wanted to know about this movie, he he spied on this dude, and it turns out that he lied to a federal investigator about it. I think that they should have just seen that this movie got 3% and been like, well... Who Let's throw, the, ca- throw the case out. There's no reason for us to pursue this. Not a single person is going to ever give a fuck about this. I assume he had some kind of breakdown because I had to stare at the filmography of John McTiernan. So after doing what? Die Hard. What's the next one? Predator. Predator, Die Hard. Yeah. Predator. What's the third one? Third good one in a row. Red October. Red October. October. Yeah. So three yeah. great ones in a row, maybe like second, third in his career. Mm-hmm. And then you skip forward a decade. Nothing notable. Thomas Crown Affair was in there somewhere. Yeah. Uh, Thomas Crown Affair, very good movie. Yeah, fair. And yeah. then yeah. Uh, second to last movie, Rollerball. Was this his uh, comeback? And did he have a mental breakdown when it was clearly not going well? Must have been. It, it's, and he did Die Hard with a Vengeance, which is arguably the second best Die Hard. Yeah. Besides not, Live Free or Die Hard? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then he did Basic. Really basic was his last movie. right? Bo- I, I just watched Basic with uh, John Travolta and uh, Samuel oh. L. Jackson. It's like uh, Rashomon, but told during the U.S. Marines. Yeah, sure. That's exactly what it is. I'm sorry. I just don't know what Rashomon is. I thought I'd get the fuck out. Over. That's the door. You can walk <laughs> on out of here if you don't know Akira Kurosawa's finest masterpiece of a film. Okay, so we talked about John McTiernan directing this film. Yeah. Uh, uh, Kyle, who, why don't you tell us the writers of this film? Larry Ferguson. Oh, Larry Woo! Ferguson. Yeah. Writer of uh, Red October and Alien 3, yes. or Alien Cubed. So he got Alien Cubed. Yeah. Package deal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. He's definitely a guy that like John McTiernan calls in to punch up like a I script. need you to beef up the script. Yeah. <laughs> I need a lot more rollerball scenes and yeah. by a lot more I need one. There is way too much subtlety in this script. I need I need this to be blown the fuck out. Yeah. Who else wrote this, Kyle? John Pogue. John Pogue. Pogue. John Pogue, our guy. <laughs> yeah. Of the Pogues. Wow. I'm John Pogue, Pogue. He yeah. slammed it. Uh just like he slammed US Marshals, which Aww. is a previous uh real rotten. Yeah, tune in. Episode fill in the blank. Episode <laughs> Thirty. Who's our cinematographer here, bud? <laughs> cinematographer, Steve Mason. Steve, Steve Mason. Steve Mason. Steve Mason. If you if you don't know him, uh, he did uh, a not so famous movie, but a critically acclaimed, Harsh Times, and then he did a uh, not so critically acclaimed but popular movie, Basketball. Basketball. Future <laughs> contender. And we're definitely going to talk about that later. Um, not really, uh, actually. I disagree. Is it below 25? Wow. It's not below 25. No, just uh, we're, we're going to talk about it. We're, gonna oh, talk yeah, about we're it. definitely going to talk about it. And then uh, my all-time favorite movie that I like to reference because it's uh, it's an unknown gorilla movie, Buddy! <laughs> Buddy with Rene Russo. There is an amazing amount of gorilla so movies. So many gorilla movies. <laughs> yeah. What is, yeah. What is the world? <laughs> we'll talk about it later in a, in a future episode, I'm sure. <laughs> They're still making them. Um, Steven specialized in gorilla movies as a child. Hey, his, his parents were just gorillas like... Gorillas in the mist. So you have three movies to choose from. Buddy. Congo. Congo. And Dunstan checks in. Which is it going to be today, uh, I just said yes. And then your sister and was like, can we watch Cats? And then they're like, sure, we'll put on Cats. No, no, <laughs> it was not Cats. It was Babe. It was not Cats. It was even oh, worse. Yeah. It was Babe the Gallant Pig. Wow. The music. There was lots, lots of, uh, lots very, very 2002, this movie. Lots yes. of new metal. Lots of new metal going on. I mean, you heard Fred Durst in, in, the, uh, in the trailer, so which I cost I, a pretty penny. Which they're not even in. I have an issue with that. Having not watched the trailer until moments ago. Yes. <laughs> what's, um, what's your issue? I will now spoil the movie and say that Roland is not in this movie. And now that I've seen it in the trailer, it makes no sense that that did not happen. Ah, uh, Nolan Biscuit. 
That one biscuit. How? He would have been the perfect addition. Yeah. He How were they not in like the concert scene? I know. Right. Like they would have been way better because they would appeal to both uh both white trash audiences. He would yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he would have tattooed a real number under his eye, guaranteed. It would have been six he, nine. He would, he would, it would have been, been trivia. But produced. he would have had to wear a red hat backwards. That would red, have been like the number. Red one. Yankees hat backwards. <laughs> yeah. That's my requirement. <laughs> He's like, as long as I can wear my red Yankees hat backwards, I'm good. Boom! Here comes the No, that's POD. Sorry. Yeah. I keep kidding. Yeah. I did it off with the nookie and the <laughs> rollerball points and the nookie and the rollerball points. So you can take that cookie and those points and shove them up your yeah. <laughs> um, speaking of Limp Bizkit, are you for real? We should we should see who's for real here with the Are You For Real Award. We got a lot of nominations, obviously, because this movie deserves it. Um, we we got uh, the game explanation. So explaining the whole game of rollerball, which is practically well, we impossible. Should, we should actually start. Let's go a little bit chronologically. Let's start with just the San Francisco luge scene. Yeah. Yeah. So what are your thoughts? <laughs> I've been to San Francisco before. Yes. Uh, that's not how that works. <laughs> <Yeah>. Well, <laughs> if they cut a lot of it out, that does work that way. Not I mean, nearly enough turns, first if, of all. If they would have just said, like, if Chris Klein would have just said, like, I need this I need this money. This is why I'm here to participate in this luge competition. Sure. Then I would have bought this scene. Right. But the fact they just jump in with him just like, hey, kid, you want to do this or not? And he just looks up and he's like, yeah, I do. And he just goes down the luge. I'm, it was I'm, an extreme off. That's what they yeah. did a lot of yeah. in the early yeah. 2000s. There's yeah. lots of extreme off. It was big. X, X Games was so hot. Yeah, the they were just like, they're just like, who's the most extreme? Show us your metal, bro. Yeah, and here's the relevance part of that. And then factor. you would shred the NAR, and you get the money. Here's okay. what's relevant about that: and X Games was in San Francisco in the early 2000s. Oh, yeah, yeah. So I went suck to on one that. of those. Oh, did you? Yeah. Yeah. Well, what, what event did you watch? Uh, I remember there being a weird, not a half pipe. Let's call like it like a snowboarding <laughs> ramp. Oh, the, the mega ramp. The mega ramp. The sure. But there's two parts of the intro. There's the ish, the thing we just discussed, and the fact that LL Cool J shows up. Just shows up and saves yeah, Chris Klein. Yeah. And yeah, he's just like I've been, I've had my eye on you ever since this luge started <laughs> and your amateur hockey career. You know you could do so much better. <laughs> you could die in Kazakhstan. <laughs> yeah. So the trailer it explains this movie as a worldwide phenomenon, except and obviously not States. except to the United States it's doesn't the fucking care about it. Yeah, because it's too violent. They they love their UFC. They love their they love their <laughs> yeah. American football. But hell no to rollerball. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what puts this this game over the edge? There's motorcycles just riding around everywhere. Yeah. And they're wearing these masks. And they're not even uniform motorcycles. Like LL Cool J's in a in a Harley Davidson, <laughs> and everybody else is in a Hayabusa. Yeah. And he's smoking inside. You're not allowed smoking, to smoke so, inside. Smoking That's stogies. another are you for real moment. Yeah. LL yeah. Cool J before their first match is smoking a cigar. <laughs> getting ready to yeah. pump it himself up. I mean, you, it, we can't not talk about this movie un- unless we talk about the, the most infamous scene in this film, the night vision scene. Um, oh. this yeah, is, this I put is, in that note about the night vision scene from the Wikipedia. This not is, sure if it's true, but it's it, insane. It is, it is, because it, it's verified on uh, IMDb. So so go ahead and uh, preface it for us, sir. So you're, you're wondering, you, you watch this movie and you see the night vision scene, right? And you say... Oh, they shot this movie one time and they had to make it night vision because they didn't have any other use of it. No, they went back and they reshot that scene because it was too dark. They yeah. reshot it 
They thought it was too dark. They thought it was too dark. They reshot it. It was still dark. And then they decided to throw the green filter on it to make it look like night vision for the actual movie. So, that came so out. they could actually see things going on and make it a cool militaristic sort of uh, looking. And field. the editorial note in the Wikipedia is so it was decided to add green visual tint to the scene to make it look like it was night vision, even though it makes no sense for why they would add this scene and it wanted to look yeah, like there's that. no explanation yes. of why to even like. <laughs> Go into that. I'm ju- they're just saying it was dark and they didn't have any lighting. They wanted but to make not it even realistic. Like, no one's putting on any sort of yeah, night vision thing. It, it, like it, it, we're just gonna do it. They're like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is there any night vision scene you've seen? It has like a Navy SEAL. Well, yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. Um, I or spy ki- or this, spy kids when they're just like, hey, we sure. got night. <laughs> I can <laughs> pretend I've seen a spy kids movie. Three D um, game <laughs> over. Me and Kyle saw that in theaters. Oh yeah, we did. Uh, Opening so weekend, I think. What yeah. is wrong with you two? Upon rewatching this, summer. I realized the night vision scene is seven minutes long. <laughs> yes, um, it is and, a major uh, important part yeah, of the movie. To to everyone's point, uh, yes. Why is it? It's clearly dark, but why is there night vision? <laughs> if you look at the entire movie, the entire film minus part of San Francisco in the beginning, which is at dawn, it's I think. It's at dawn. It's a dawn <laughs> The race. whole movie takes place at night in an arena or at clubs or in a cave There's in no daytime. Azerbaijan. There's no daytime yeah. in 2005. So why oh. would you switch from dark to now it's too dark? <laughs> yes. <laughs> and they're acting like this game is on the, on the up and up. Maybe they were. It banking. is not. They're playing in Azerbaijan. Wait, I'm gonna put First on my. All, I'm gonna put my, on my tinfoil hat here and say maybe they're banking on the whole pitch black uh, phenomenon about it being super dark and uh, you know Ridley can see uh, Ripley. Ridley Chronicles of R- Vin, Riddick. Vin Riddick. Yeah, Chronicles of Riddick. <laughs> uh, Riddick and Ridley. Uh, Riddick could see in the dark, and so they maybe banked on that and. Uh, I don't know. That's my random shot in the dark. Yeah, Chronicles of Riddick was the first time that I have ever wanted to be a character in a movie. Oh, my. No, yeah. That's not a take. It's <laughs> <laughs> taking it back. So, so, so in this night vision scene, spoiler alert, uh, Ridley, which is LL Cool J's character, dies. and Which uh, is a crossover between Ripley and Riddick. Oh, so wow. So that makes yeah. a lot of sense if you think about you it. You know, way to bring this full circle here, sir. And Calvin Ridley, the running back for the New England Patriots. Wrong. <laughs> Wide receiver for Atlanta. Terrible. Uh, <laughs> Cut that part, Kyle, the part where you talked. Keep in the part where I talked. <laughs> so so in order to explain that he died uh, while trying to escape Stephen the clutches. Stephen Ridley was who I was thinking of. <laughs> Stephon Ridley. Um, he, uh, he is announced at the final uh, rollerball game that um, Ridley uh, cannot play the game because his malaria is acting up. From an... Archaeological dig. Um, yes. It must have been. <laughs> yeah, you know, just getting just getting stung uh, or it, bit by a mosquito no, was, in Azerbaijan. Yeah, it was related to the sniper bullet that went through his body. Yeah, turns <laughs> out that like, wasn't a sniper bullet. It was a very fast mosquito. That bothered me. The the assassination situation. <laughs> both of my for real things were Ridley based. Yeah, <laughs> yes. that being the second one, uh, where he is clearly the second biggest character in the entire movie, and there's an explosion. Both characters fall off the bike. He gets back up to sacrifice himself, kind of, what have you. Yeah, just jumps. And then they don't really show him, like, from a... They show him from a distance, which is not compelling. They just show the bike go very slow, and then it falls over. For all of us (laughs) now, very attached to this man. Yes, yes. The the other thing... uh, I've never been as attached to anybody uh, in a movie, ever. You're always attached (laughs) to Ladies Love Cool James. I'm sorry. I I figured out why we're so attached to him. Uh, The other thing that's worth noting here, Ridley, unlike... What is his name? Jonathan. Jonathan. Jonathan Cross. Jonathan Cross, who is, you know, extreme sports yeah. dude. Uh, yeah. And if uh, NHL? 
prospect. NHL yes. prospect. Yes. Yep. L-O-K-J Luge, Ridley, Luge amateur. <laughs> who mentions this several times throughout the movie, was an accountant. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's why we like him. He's like us. And he got recruited because he was because riding a motorcycle. He was beefy accountant. <laughs> yeah. He was probably on vacation in one of these countries. Just the beefiest accountant. He was imagine. kidnapped. Let's be honest. That makes sense. Yeah. And then he had uh, he had a, he had a kid though. Shout shouts to LL's uh, child that is now fatherless. Oh. In the um, movie. In the movie. Oh. Thank God. <laughs> yeah. I, I, honestly, let's let's just all uh, um, uh, co- coagulate and commingle this in together and just say the night vision scene was just the are you for real moment of this uh, of this film. I yeah, concur. the craziest part of it too. So Ridley dies, and then it it zooms in on uh, on Mister <laughs> oh, on Chris Klein, Mister Jonathan. Jonathan. Yeah, and, he, and he just sits down on the on the rail. <laughs> so just like just oh, bummed. I'm yeah. fucked. Yeah, bummed. my my best friend just got shot. Guess I'm sitting here can't cross no border now. <laughs> um. <laughs> Let's move and, on. And every my uh, my for real thing is everything in this movie is not happening at full speed. If you watch the whole movie, all the scenes in rollerball, all the scenes in the chase, all of it is happening very slow. Yeah, it's slow mo and it's all sped up. Yeah, but, but in the chase, they say they're going 120 yeah, miles. I'm, I'm going Wait a, a minute, 110 clicks. <laughs> We're going 110 clicks, they're whatever having, that means. Yeah, they're having a conversation going 120 <laughs> miles an hour, and his voice isn't getting lost in the atmosphere immediately. And they're, and they're yeah. not immediately dead because they're <laughs> on a street bike in the middle of the desert. Yeah, okay, yeah. they're not slipping and sliding all over the goddamn place. Yeah, that that was my eye for real. All the rollerball scenes, like if you looked at it, they're actually traveling very slow every time. It's like yeah. you couldn't find a couple actual well, like the, uh... roller derby people to like get this <laughs> shit going. How fast can you ride a motorcycle if the the length the yeah, longest portion of that track small. that's straight? Yeah, before you have to turn again. <laughs> yeah. And then the nomads <laughs> and the Bedouins just walking or walking their camels and stuff <laughs> yeah. on the side of the road. Yeah, that's great. Classic nomad stuff. Oh, uh, we almost forgot one thing about the night vision scene. Yeah, uh, there was a noise that occurs. Oh yeah, oh, yes, oh yes, yes. yeah. When they cr- when they uh, cross the barbed wire, top film noise. Yeah. The boing. It happens twice <laughs> when they yes. go through and when the Fantastic. jumbo jet goes through. Oh yeah, and the jumbo jet flies over Dropping them, and they jeeps. and they lose everything. They they lose their they lose their comprehension. I'm like, oh, it's a jet. <laughs> I mean, as someone who has escaped from prison multiple times, I can attest that when you cut a barbed wire, it makes a boing boing sound. So, so. full of it, blown your cover. <laughs> uh, all right, let's move on to we have to talk about. Uh, let's 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 start out with Rebecca Romaine's accent. It's it's the <laughs> worst thing Steven. in the world. <laughs> which which one? It's the most horrendous thing in the world. And which one? That's 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 a good point. She has none. She tries. <laughs> So bad and tries to be Dutch, but it's not Dutch at all. I have no idea what accent it is. There is one line clearly. Netherlands. The Netherlands. Netherlands. There's one line that is clearly in English. I don't remember what part it was. It's the end of the movie. She doesn't speak an accent. At the end, she, yeah. When uh, she she says, uh, you're going to share my bed. Yeah. Yeah. She switches back and forth there at the end. Yeah. She, she, it's like she's switching genders, (laughs) just back and forth. She's gender. She was the only one nominated for a Razzie. That's unfortunate. Believe it, it should have went to uh, uh, Chris Klein. Should have been uh, Chris Klein. I assume they uh, don't bother nominating that man. I I I'm bothered by Chris Klein's stubble. He can't grow a beard, <laughs> and they just put stubble on him constantly. Just painting it on because all he just grows like, is whiskers. Like why the fuck did they? What did that matter? Like he honestly grows whiskers like Shaggy. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. So stupid. Like hey Scoob. As a beard person, that's a, that was my biggest problem with the movie. As a stubble person, <laughs> I was offended. <laughs> Moving on. Yeah. Okay. Uh, what else do we got to talk about? Slipknot. Anybody want to talk about Slipknot here? Just not, just not being in part of an audience and not even in the film. Apparently, Shannon. Right. Oh, there's the fun fact. Yeah. Uh, so Slipknot shows up as like a sideshow act. 
Yeah, in the middle of the degree. second game, I yeah, guess. it's just passerbys not watching them, Yeah, uh, according to internets. They're busking. This was the early days of busking. <laughs> right. After European Iowa tours, failed. Man. After Iowa failed, you know. Um, yeah, I feel if Slipknot had a largest fan base at that time, it would be in... The Eastern Bloc. Yes, whatever yeah, country we're in. Definitely. Uh, but allegedly, Slipknot is not in this movie. They were performing a legitimate show where it was recorded. They took that footage and superimposed it into it right Rollerball... 2002. Hooray. Slash 2005. Amazing. Uh, which which is a nice segue to my biggest gripe with the film. Uh, the double take of random action sequences. <laughs> so when the uh, when the uh, food cart attendant gets slapped in the beginning of the movie, he gets slapped twice. Uh, the street luge scene where LL Cool, G- cool J uh, picks up Chris Klein, there's a double take of him jumping on into the Porsche. And there's a fight at the end where there's a, a double uppercut or something like that. Double, like the double fight might sequence. have only been like eight seconds long. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we just got to show it again. Bam, bam. Yeah, I, I never get those in movies. And, and they automatically lose like 25 points with me. There's one additional music person we forgot. Uh, there's a cameo by Pink. Yeah, yeah. No Lip syncing Rob Zombie. Yeah, it was nice. Uh, uh, the, the Chris Klein's signature move in Rollerball. I think we need to talk about because he oh. uses it in the beginning, and uh, it's like a Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, where he does a super drop kick and launches his uh, his uh, adversaries like thirty feet in the air. <laughs> and then he does the same thing at the very end of the movie with John Reno. Um, he does do that. It's uh, it's it's very egregious and makes no sense. The 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 aerodynamics of this film make no sense. I had sense. a problem with all of the action in the rollerball. Yeah. It just Damn. didn't it, it it just they were all going different directions. Like how does this how does anybody understand what the fuck is going on in this movie? At least in the OG rollerball, you it's a circle. So it's not yeah. hard to understand. You go in the circle either one way or another. But in this one there's the figure eight, so like whoever's taking the jump is different than going the other way. It's called infinite violence and infinite possibilities. <laughs> all right. All right. Just deal with that. There you um, go. I have a question for the panel. Do you think LL was too LL for this movie? And do you think he's just too LL or can he be too LL in general? I thought that he was fine. You thought he was fine? What do you think? He Shimmer? wasn't angry enough. They made him like the angry guy and he and yeah. he never did anything angry. He was he was neutral LL. He seemed fairly he like got, chill. Uh, like Deep Blue Sea, he has kind of a an actual character where he's the uh like religious chef fellow. Yeah. This one he it very well may have been LL Cool J who went to Europe and like the career went down. <laughs> oh, nice. Yeah. yeah There's this, no, if LL Cool J was a failed musician and turned out to be an accountant. Yeah. And yeah then then went to be an accountant yeah, and then they yeah. discovered him. They're like, Ella, what are you doing here? Just, Just licking his lips the whole time. Like, yeah. yeah, I really, you know, yeah, I really wanted. He didn't be. lick his lips that much in this movie. I really wanted him to. That, that's, that that's cigar, what was missing. Though. Yeah. He was the only time he licked his lips is when he pulled those two chicks at the nightclub. Pulling twins. Yep. Pulling twinsies. Weird. Speaking of actors, uh, uh, Kyle, why don't you break it down for us? Who else was in this movie besides Chris Klein and L.O. Coolidge? Uh, Jean Reno. Jean Reno, double Jean dose. Reno, it's yeah. our double dose of Jean Reno from back uh, back Jean Reno. Points, Godzilla. Points, points. Godzilla of <laughs> points, 1998. Points, points. Um, good thing he's only in these two terrible movies and not in anything else that's terrible. No. Yeah, definitely not. He went back to this. This probably ended his U.S. career and sent him back to, uh, to France, where he's still a French movie uh, superstar. Kyle, who else? We also had Rebecca Romaine. Rebecca Romijan. Yeah. As Kyle likes to say. Yeah. Stamos. Uh, Stamos. She was RRS during this, uh, but she's no longer uh, RRS. She's just RR. I thought that she... Uh, she didn't keep the name. Uh, 
I always thought that Robin Wright was Mystique for some reason. What? Oh, no, no. Well, how no, did no. I? It's because it's two. It's because no. it sounds like two R's. That's yeah. When, when, when I right. looked up that Re- Rebecca Romaine, I was just like, oh shit, she was Mystique yeah, the whole she was time. Because yeah. Robin Wright oh, raised yeah. uh, raised kids. That's that's was that's what she did after <laughs> after she was Jenny. She, yeah, she married Sean Penn and she raised uh, she raised her kids. She she retired from acting for a while. And then she realized Sean Penn was an asshole and just decided to be an actress. Yeah, Rebecca Romaine. Uh, not 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 great in this movie. Yeah, definitely. Who else? But good as Mystique. Naveen Andrews. Yeah. Also yeah. known as uh, Lost. Uh, Said. Said, Said from Lost. Said. And then. And then we had <laughs> Oleg, the Russian bear, Tak Trohoff. Nope. Oleg. Tarof. Oleg Tektorov. There you go. You had it. As our, as our, good, as our good compadre Denikin. <laughs> Oleg Tektorov, the uh, UFC uh, 6 tournament winner uh, and uh, routine mixed martial arts competitor, uh, former um, Spetsnaz of the, of the, of the Russian government uh, military branch. He's got a story. I just learned everything I've ever learned about <laughs> my guy Oleg. So thank you for helping me. With I wish I knew the story, but he's got a famous story of him, uh, like running 30 miles to, to, to while he had like something broken with him. He had like a cut face or a broken leg or something and ran 30 miles to get help. And by wasn't Paul, his leg. Paul, Paul That's why they call them Oleg. Oleg. Oh, oh, my leg. Oh, my leg. <laughs> oh, my leg <laughs> for 30 miles. <laughs> and uh, honorable mention, uh, Paul Heyman. Hey, Paul Heyman as our American commentator. What about you, Shenard? Who works for you in this movie? Uh, Paul Heyman. Did he have a name? Uh, no, it was just announcer. That's fine. Yeah. Um, American announcer. I was fine with him, mainly at the end. He yeah. he also echoed, I don't know what's happening. I don't know what's uh, happening. Quite here. a few times. This is rollerball. Uh, yeah, I think the only other person was someone that had like two lines was the the good guys is his coach. Oh, the, the blonde lady. Yeah. The oh, yeah, yeah. Um, the, yeah. The crew she cut. didn't offend me. Crew cut um, lady, yeah. Yeah. You didn't want to mess with her. No. I, why wasn't she in the rollerball? She was ring? a great coach. That would have been a great kind of thing at the end there. It's like they don't have a toba or whatever it is, so she I'll puts on in. the helmet. Yeah, I'm gonna go <laughs> in and destroy all of them. <laughs> yeah. I'll show them how to. Jeanette Wright. Her name is Jeanette Wright. Jeanette Wright was the coach. Yes. So Coach Olga, who worked for you, Nick? Who worked for me? You can say <laughs> no one. You can just say no one worked for me. I'll go with the coach answer. lady. I think she. The coach lady. She, okay. Olga. Nice. Nice. Actually, I'll, I'll go with all the enforcers. Oh. In in the rollerball. So wow. so uh, the that... guys that traveled slowly but also uh, packed a big punch. Denikin, yes. Toba. People like that? Yeah, yeah. Guys okay. that uh guys that would you know just look scary. Who definitely worked for this uh for this movie for me is uh my guy, Oleg Taktorov. Oleg. I gotta go with my MMA guy. <laughs> yeah, he was yeah. great as Denikin and uh, he gets shot at the end just for protesting. <laughs> Bullshit. He, he did get shot at the end. Everyone else sucked. <laughs> That's who didn't work for me. Uh, uh, Shenard, who didn't work for you? Yeah, I was going to say any rollerballer. Nice. <laughs> yeah, nice. <laughs> Nick, what do you think? Uh, yeah, Chris, I'll go. I'll just sing about Chris Klein. Yeah, he, Chris he Klein. was just like the least inspiring. Uh, Agreed. Protagonist that I have yet to see in a movie. So, speaking of Chris Klein, uh, do you think he had the most uh, destroyed career career after this? Yeah. Who survival of the fittest? Who was killed and who survived? Chris uh, Klein. Uh, it's bears the reason that this. Was at least, if not the beginning of his downfall, like his downfall. This was, was the gonna, pinnacle. I believe this was peak. This was peak uh, Chris Klein. I was going to say, there's. did this lead up to still a movie I've not seen, but what Mitch might be known as yeah, yeah. the worst Chris Klein thing. It's after. 
Okay. Yeah, it's after where he's a. Is he's he working Vega? towards it. I believe he's Vega in that. No, film? he's just like a detective of some. I thought, he, I thought he's an actual char- uh, a Street Fighter character. I don't remember though. Um, Rebecca Romaine, uh, you know, she survived after this. She did a couple more X Men movies. Uh, LL Cool J thrived after this. He was on. <laughs> Not he's really. Still on NCIS. That's he's the only thing that he's done. Paid stun. Yeah, what do you think the host of? Is it a lip sync competition? No, no, he, <laughs> he, no, no, he wasn't. No. Where else do you find a guy like that? He just Brady. seems like he's hosting things whenever he's. No, he's definitely really hosting a show right now. Welcome to the NAACP Image Awards 2014. <laughs> I'm your host, LL Cool J. When did None he, of uh, them had movie careers though. After this, really, uh, Rebecca Romaine did. She she did X Men. That, that was, was it. That was it. That was it, though. She's still, still a movie career. She only yeah. she more only of a movie kept, career than you have, sir. She only kept doing it because she was already in the first one right after. The <laughs> yeah, continuity. Yeah. And then she was in uh, when she, no, she wasn't in Days of Future Past. Never mind. She's been in some shows, but that was about it. Okay, well, you know. But you know so. whose career was really killed by this movie? My guy Larry Ferguson. Larry Ferguson <laughs> this is died his last, a very this slow is his last death. movie that he ever did. He's probably teaching at CSULA <laughs> or something like that right now. And uh, McTiernan also. Uh, right, we forgot. Yeah, McTiernan because he McTiernan. went to prison because McTiernan of this movie. McTiernan went to prison because of this that movie. This insane. movie is a crime. This movie is a crime. So, so I'll ask this to everybody, including the fact people. Do you guys think that this is a worse movie than um, Battlefield Earth? Because this is another infamous movie. I think so. I think so too. I think John Travolta really tried in Battlefield <laughs> Earth. Yeah. Nobody tried in this no movie. No one tried in this movie. No. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I agree. Action sequences were very Terrible. subpar in comparison to Battlefield Earth. That's true. I didn't see no fighter jets from 2000. And just old. the cutting. Like, yeah. I feel bad for the editors. Like, they tried <laughs> yeah. this whole, like, jump com- cutting thing the Double entire cuts, time. It was just terrible. Jumps. Yeah. Regardless of how bad Battlefield. But the barn door yeah, but the barn door wipes in Battlefield Earth are, to this day, all time bad. But they weren't, you know, Errors they were intentionally put in. There's a lot of errors in the editing of this film. Like after the whole night vision scene, it's like, oh man, and then Chris Klein just sits on like the bench. Oh, gee whiz, guys. LO Cool J just died. Oh well. Oh man. (laughs) Yeah, there's like that's just there's no good part of this movie. And again, it's only three years into the future. Yeah. (laughs) And Kazakhstan is like the new It's more unbelievable two thousand years in the future with Battlefield. Yeah, I don't know. Uh best lines. What uh you you got anything? Anybody? I just like besides uh, Jonathan. Yeah. Besides besides the chant of Jonathan at the end. I I liked when they had uh LL say it was an accident and then they had to pretend like they didn't tell him to say that. That was pretty good. So he said like Oh, it was an accident and then John Renault's like Oh, you have no idea how glad I am to say <laughs> to hear you say that it was an accident. Look at that movie cameras. <laughs> and when John Renault first asked uh, LL Cool J, "How do you feel?" and uh, LL Cool J goes, uh, "I feel like Freddy Krueger." <laughs> Still don't know what that one is referring. To. I, I think it's referred to him getting burned, but he didn't get obviously that no. burned because there's no burn bandages all over him, and he fell out of the ring. Right. Yeah. Into so. a deep sleep where he was haunted. Yeah, yeah. and and yeah, John Renault yeah. said, "I'm this close to a North American TV deal." So right, he thought right the thing that would push it over the edge was watching Jonathan Cross get murdered yeah. in, in the rollerball ring. Let's, yeah, the North American TV deal. You know what'll seal that deal? The citizen of North America getting beaten to death on live television. <laughs> I found a couple nonsense lines. Uh, give me something. Um, there was a oh early on Rebecca Romaine, uh no more cowboy hot dog dog shit yeah <laughs> no boy cow- no more cowboy hot dog dog shit um, and we had oh uh, Paul Heyman 
Paul uh, Heyman. A known announcer. He said at some point, the rest of the rules are in Russian and confusing, and that's how like the first game starts. Yeah, that's yeah. how he throws it out. He's like, no one cares. Like Everybody just wants to see some violence. Let's let's just watch that. I was like, finally somebody speaking sense in this fucking movie. So I know we talked about this earlier, Mike, but what's the what's the racist line that we had to pick up in this oh, film? Oh, yeah. There is a, there's three. It's the final scene. But there's only the, two I can recall. Yeah, the, the final uh, scene in the movie where uh, it's the, the Asian defender. Oh, yeah. So one of the enforcers, Nick's Nick's favorite. Friend. Oh, gee, I wonder oh, why. My guy. Up just behind a woman and just yells, "I have the Asian flu." I have the Asian flu, baby. <laughs> and then, then oh yeah, Kyle that. drives her. Yeah, and then throws her head right into that wall. Yeah, uh-huh. yep. yeah. classic. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, I only got, I only found one other nonsense one. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, while they're on their 120 mile an hour motorcycle in the desert, uh, Ridley says something about good thing we're or this isn't an off road bike. And good old Johnny Cross yells, I got news for you, Rid. They got an off-road airplane. <laughs> oh, yeah, when the airplane's in the ground, skidding around. Yeah, and then Boeing. Yeah. No wonder why Larry Ferguson does <laughs> not have a career at all. My uh, God. Uh, put some respect on Larry Ferguson's name. Put some respect on that name. I'm making sure he's alive really quick. <sighs> he is. He is. Oh, thank God. And now it's time for the games. Ooh. It's now time for our favorite game. Top five. Top five. So it's the top five best fictional movie sports. Obviously, we're counting rollerball into this. You got to do your intro. No. We already did it. I don't remember that. Yeah, well, we did it. There you go. Stupid fuck. God. Ruined my flow. Uh, now we're doing the top five uh, best fictional movie sports. Welcome to the podcast. This is Real Rotten. We're, we're we, reveal, uh, we reveal twenty <laughs> movies that are 25% and under, according to Real Rotten, because Kyle doesn't record anything. <laughs> record that. Okay, go. All right. So uh, fictional movie sports. Uh, it includes rollerball. Uh, include, includes rollerball. Don't worry, Kyle. You'll just put that shit in. Um, we got Quidditch, uh, Hunger Games, Basketball, Pod Racing, Death Race, uh, Jump Ball from Starship Troopers. <sighs> Real Steel. Fantastic. Underrated movie. Thunderdome. And the Tron games. Uh, I forgot to mention one more thing. Uh, uh, Battle Angel. Because uh, it was like Oh, uh, yeah. Coliseum. The Alita Battle Angel the game. Alita should we, rollerball? And should we count Gladiator? That was, that was Rollerball, wasn't it? No. It was but sort like of Rollerball. Game, yeah, 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 yeah. What was it called? No, what was that game called? It was I, called, uh, I know, it's I called Skate Skateball. I don't know. Sure. I don't Is know. Real Steel the Rock'em Sock'em Robot Hugh yes, Jackman yes, yes, vehicle? Yes. Yes. Okay. yes. Underrated movie. Thank you. Continue. With Anthony Mackie. Motorball. Motorball. Oh, come on, what guys. About, what about that chess-like game they played? In the That's Star chess Wars. still. That's <laughs> Star Wars chess. <laughs> oh, this you're is talking Wizards about chess. chess. <laughs> and then uh, sh- do we count? Star Wars invented chess. So do we not count uh, Gladiator? That's my real question. Uh, what do you mean, Gladiator? That's not fake. It's a real thing. <laughs> <laughs> you can't prove that. Has to be a fake. That, but but Marcus, yeah, uh, uh, whatever Maximus was Maximus. not a real person. Okay, but the gladiator games were. But did they do those actual battles? Yes. All right, Steve. We're no, not they counting didn't. that. It was, it was, no, they uh, didn't because Maximus wasn't a real person. That's was, what I'm alluding it was to. Sports, it was sports made up for the movie. Okay, okay, fine. All right, fine. <laughs> Best fictional movie sports. We listed them all. Uh, we no particular order. Just give us your top five. Uh, uh, let's give it to the guest. What's your top five, Mike? Um, no order. No order. Okay. No uh, particular order. Just give me five. Immediately basketball. Yeah. Um, what do we got here? Do, do, do. Uh, Quidditch. Sure. 
That's there. There's a few rules made up for that. So good yeah. job, guys. Yeah. Or uh, Quidditch is JK. Probably it's the only one out of all the games that is probably the most widely played in real life. In real life, for no uh, a, real a game reason. That, a game that made the transition to real life, <laughs> much to um, everyone's chagrin. Right, like kind of like that is, robot that I fell in love with. It's also just racing. So what do we got? Uh, basketball. We got the second one. I said Quidditch. Quidditch. Yeah, Hunger Games. Okay. Yeah, um, yeah. Hunger Joke. Games slash Battle Royale. Child murder. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Big fan. I really want to say jump ball because anything Starship Trooper related. I mean, you have to. <laughs> yeah. You pretty much have to. Uh, okay. And number five, wild card. It's real steel. The Running Man. Oh, the, yeah, running, the man. running Man. Is nice. a, that was right. another game. I mean, it's a game show, but we'll count it. Yeah, I think it counts. It's it's a physical most activity. Counts uh, kind of as a sport. Think, thinking about this, I realize most involve murder. Yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, I mean, the best ones. Too. What's the pre-Hunger Games Hunger Game thing? Uh, Battle Royale. Thank you. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Or, or the Condemned future future uh, podcast. Nick, do you, the do, you end. do you got your five? Uh, yeah, I have my five. Go right ahead there, squirt. Uh, I'm going to go with... Quidditch, of yeah. course. Of course, that's your Watching number one. Watching people fly around. Of course, it's your number uh, one. How could, how could that not be cool? Uh, I'm going to go with pod racing. Mm-hmm. That would be fucking nuts yeah. to watch. Yeah. 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 Uh, I'm going to go with three. I'm going to go with rollerball because this could be a really cool sport. It kind of reminds... It's kind of like... Uh, what was the trampoline basketball game? Oh, it's Slam like ball. That. It's kind of like slam ball. Slam ball. <laughs> it reminds me of That's slam ball exciting. on wheels. I like rock and jock mostly uh, if we're talking a uh, sort of fake sports. And then, uh, then number four, I'm going to go with the light cycling in Tron. Well, uh, okay. Because... That's cool. <laughs> <laughs> Just give us your I, I number want, five, I want to go with Hunger Games, but I don't want to watch children kill each other, so I'm going to have to skip that one and go with Thunderdome, where I watch adults kill each other wow, instead. Wow, <laughs> no basketball. Even well basketball out to, out to dry. Actually, man. no. My wild card number five, Pokemon Battling. What? Oh, that's no, 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 no. That sounds, I think that's a sport. No, 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 no. And it's made for the, uh, made for the game. I agree, it's a sport. It's a sport made up for a TV show, movie, everywhere. Go. Cards, yep. playing game. Yep. Great. All right. All right. So if we're doing that, my number one is going to be Pokemon Battling. My number two is going to be uh, Basketball. Number three is going to be uh, Pod Racing. Number four is going to be Real Steel. And number five is going to be... Yeah, let's do Death Race. I like me some Fair. racing. I think Real Steel sounds cool, but it's not cool when you watch it. It would be, right. co- it would be cooler if it wasn't uh, 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 made in 2006. I think that like when just you like four years later and then yeah. it's golden. Yeah, yeah I I watched like the they've tried to do the real steel, you know, and then what battlebots? Yeah. Oh, but it, no, it's sort like, of like battlebots. No, it's like giant, wearing like gloves. It's giant kaiju. It's like the kaiju out there, <laughs> but they're robots, and uh, it just takes like one big hit, and then they knock like one <laughs> tiny piece of the thing like out and of the way. Fall the apart. computer chip. Yeah, and then right the, yeah, exactly. And the, there's just too much. Fair enough. Fair enough. We gotta wait a few uh, hundred years before it before it turns into uh, uh, what is it? What am I thinking of? Gundam. I want some oh. Gundam battles. Yeah, that's I what I need. That. That's what I need. Okay, like. That's when yeah, Jar- real steel's that's, like uh, the like, Jar Jars of the world. Killing real steel's right? like 1890s basketball, and then Gundam's like 2017 basketball. Like, there's just no comparison. It's the same thing, but you're doing a lot more crazier shit. Uh, we got another game. Raise your hand if you got that analogy. Everybody did. <laughs> All my, all my, uh, uh, all my uh, compatriots yeah, did. Gundam heads out there. Gundam heads. Shining finger. What other game we got, Nick? 
We are going to uh, make our own rollerball team, uh, one that might have succeeded in the movie or at least been interesting to watch. Uh, we're each going to draft one, two, three athletes, kind of up to you, uh, and then pitch us your rollerball team, name and gimmick. Um. All right. So, uh, th- uh, thirty seconds on the clock. I'll give you my three. I'll give you. I'll give you my gimmick and name. Um. My uh, my scores are going to be uh some of the most legendary people of all time. Uh, my primary score is obviously going to be um, uh, Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Uh, my defender will be Richie Incognito, and then the man on the bike will be Meta World Peace. And uh, all they do is just create ruckus everywhere they go. They're called uh, the Troublemakers, and they're from Toronto. The Toronto Troublemakers, and their mascot is an opossum. Oh, mascots. Oh, the possum. An, an owl possum, is that what you said? O- opossum. <laughs> no, opossum. An old possum. An old possum. An old That possum. old possum got him again. <laughs> <laughs> I've known a lot of old possums in my time, but you're the oldest of the possums. Uh, Shenard, uh, would you like to go next? Uh, sure. All right. Uh, 30 seconds on the clock. You ready? Yeah. Three, two, one, disco. Uh, we got... LL Cool J again, <laughs> yes. reprising his same role. Um, and the uh, the Jonathan Cross, Jonathan, is Thomas Hurtle. Um, oh, nice. I like <laughs> that. Yep, yep. They are the Samoans, but after their first game went horribly awry due to being named the Samoans and the people that are on the team not being Samoan, they are now endorsed by the Girl Stouts of America, and they mainly sell cookies at games. Nice. The Samoas. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I'll buy every every outfit. That's buy every good. fight kit. Nick, yeah, who you got? Those are pretty great. Uh starting okay now. Fine. I'm gonna go with I need somebody with an arm to put put that fucking ball in that fucking hole, and I'm choosing Aaron Rodgers to do that. Wow. He's the scorer. And then I got my guy Brent Burns, the enforcer, used to skates, Ooh. he can do that. And then I need a motorcycle rider, so I'm going with uh, Travis Pastrana. Ooh, I like that. Because he's going to be doing flips and shit. And, shit. Uh, and our team name is going to be the uh, the breakfast team. Nice. And we're like, and we're, we're all really into breakfast. It's kind of just like our thing. It's just <laughs> everybody uh, just eats pancakes. I mean, and it's stuff. Aaron Ham and Eggs Rogers, so yeah. I get it. Yeah. So uh, yeah. So that's the. Uh, all right, you're done. Here. Actually, we're the up for sale team. Up for oh. sale. Cereal's <laughs> good sale. endorsements for yeah, sports. No, yeah. So, no, yeah, breakfast team. Breakfast. The Rice Krispie Treat cereal special. All right. I like it. I like it. Uh, uh, Kyle, uh, being unbiased, who do you, who do you think is your better team? Who are you going with? Who are you rooting for? Hmm. I think I'm going to have to go with yours, Stephen. Yeah, the Opossums. Doesn't make any sense. That team is horrible. <laughs> no. Toronto, Toronto <laughs> Troublemakers. Opossums. I've never heard of a, a less cohesive team in my entire life. You know, they Do you love... think they just saunter about and then strike at the end of the match they're, after they're... the other team leaves? Yeah, they're cohesive as a as like a theme, they but both... not as a team. Hey, look, they all the shout major... out racial epithets equally. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Um. All right. Let's close this. Let's close this mother out. So much. Let's close this mother out. Okay. Uh, n- uh, Nick, what are you gonna rate this movie? I'm giving it a zero. Nice. Not one. Crit- <laughs> not one critic should have said this is a good movie. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I agree. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna be a little bit nicer and give it one percent only because uh, my middle school and high school livelihood greatly improved uh, by the paycheck that was produced by this movie to my father. Oh. <laughs> 
<laughs> Much like other shitball movies, uh, like Triple X. I'm going to say that I think this movie should be remade. I think there should be a yeah. new rollerball. Let's see a new rollerball this in about 10 to 15 good. years. This shit could be good. You, the amount of hoops or rollerball discs you'd have to jump through to say, <laughs> hey, not only did we do this once and it'd be pretty kind you know of how a many, thing. You know how many rollerball shoots I got to go through before I can score this movie some production? Just watch the first and second one. How could you not greenlight this? Oh, I'm fired now. John McTiernan would be like outside your window, wiretapping you, and just being like, "Motherfuckers are ruining cell phone near you. Son of a bitch, taking all my money, ruining my masterpiece." Uh, (laughs) Uh, Give us a number, Shenard, for this movie. Um, I think it fulfilled the legal requirements to be a film. Yeah. So, and the number three bothers me because it's not an increment of five. So I like that. Five. Five. Wow. Up the ante. Up the ante. There you go. Uh, Nick, you got a blur. Uh, yeah, roller ball. Except the the O is a zero. Roller b- rolls or roller ball. <laughs> okay, I got it. I got <laughs> it. it. Makes sense. <laughs> uh, blur ball. I'll have to give it is uh, take this take this ball and shove it. <laughs> Shenard, you got a you got a quick blood for us or no? I got nothing. Nice. Just nice. like this movie. Yes. I got nothing just like this movie. We helped you. We helped there you. you. Go. We, we helped you put a tag on it. There you go. Uh, before we leave, we all we all like to be positive and say our real recommendations. Nick, you got a real recommendation? Yeah, my recommendation is um, seeing the movie Booksmart. Okay. You should really go see it. It made me laugh out loud in a theater full of people. Shannara, what's your real rec? Which is deeply embarrassing for me. Um, I, ooh, I gotta. Can I do a, a watch this and don't watch this? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, do not watch the movie The Intruder. Mm. Right now, starring an evil Dennis Quaid. Yeah, yep. don't watch that. His second time where he's a creepy guy in fake Napa. Fake um, Napa. Yep. Also known as Sonoma. Also right. known as Santa Barbara. <laughs> Not the parent trap. Um, <laughs> the, the do watch this. Um, well, it's a trap. but yeah. just... uh, There was a movie called Family that was out for a couple days and then Family? gone. It involves uh, the person whose name I don't remember from Orange is New Black, the lead actress. The Taylor. Blonde? Taylor, Taylor, sure. Taylor Negron. No, Taylor, uh, this is not I helping. Know. I don't know. Um, she's there. The, it's, uh, it's pretty fun. It's very dry humor. I have okay. heard. I did Kate McKinnon's there, and Taylor Shelley. there are. Thank you. And there are Juggalos. Oh, oh wow. yeah, it's it's the kids that want to be oh, Juggalos. Oh wow, yeah, what it's a like movie. a coming of age. That sounds uh, It's awesome. very sweet movie that happens to have Juggalos in it. I really, I really want to see this. movie. I did want to see that. It's already out though. Huh? Uh, yeah. Real, real recommendation. They just canceled it, uh, but they shouldn't. It's AP Bio. Uh, great, uh, great little uh, sitcom with uh, Glenn Howerton and Patton Oswalt and uh, uh, Paula Pell. Really, really good. Really strong. Really strong show for being on a network uh, program. It's on Hulu. Watch both seasons. And uh, watch the Women's World Cup because that's our podcast now. We're a Women's yeah, World sure. Cup podcast. Yeah, we're sure. a Sonic yeah. podcast. We're a Hellboy, Hellboy podcast. And uh, Aladdin yeah. is actually out. We're not Aladdin's no- actually out, and it's much appreciated, even though I took a dump on it. Yeah, we're, I we're, watched we're, it. We're not. Did Aladdin. you enjoy it? It was a movie. Oh, see, he, so okay, he enjoyed so. it. That's as much as we're going to get out of yeah, we're not uh, in We don't have Sorry. time for that. <laughs> yeah, we don't need any hot takes about Aladdin. And as we always say on this podcast, uh, Kyle, cut it out and uh, keep it real. Keep it rotten or and, stay rotten. Uh, take it away, P.O.D. Some films are ripe, some films are rotten. We like our potatoes are rotten. You ought to film, but you can't even. But here comes Nick and Steve, and they break it down, they turn it out. And when it was over, you on the show, I want my money back. Cause that was real rotten.
walking rotten. 